This is a test. This is a test. This is a test of my microphone, but it also turns out this is a test of so much more. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Greg Russ. Autumn Fisher is not with me this week. The reason for that is she and I are currently not on speaking terms. I'm going to try to do a short episode here myself, kind of fill you in on what's to come, the future of the show, give you a little insight as to why this is happening, why she and I currently are not talking to one another. Though I'm not going to go into too many details, I will tell you this about the future of the show. I don't know if it continues on, but there will be several more episodes, at least three more episodes, where we would talk about what's been going on in our lives over the past year and a half, the things that have gotten us to this point. Anyone who listens to the show on any regular basis knows that there have been hints. I'm sure you can fill in some blanks. We've never actually come out and talked about anything for privacy reasons. The timing just didn't feel right. I do think that one of the things that made this show work, at least for me, and one of the things I enjoyed most about it, was the openness, the ability for Autumn and for me to share our thoughts without the fear of being judged by one another. Our dynamic was filled with understanding, love, care. We were able to be ourselves. We actually sat and listened to one another. And honestly, some of that has fallen away over the past several months, and I think it it shows in the recordings. Maybe it's not obvious, but when a relationship is strained and there's a bit of emotional closure where we're not as open with one another, even talking about mundane topics, it, it doesn't have the same feel to it. So if the show does ultimately end, I think rounding it out in the way that we are planning on rounding it out would be respectful to what we originally built by starting this podcast together. And I do think it was a disservice for us to not get to the topics that are to come sooner. And if we do decide to continue the show after three more episodes, then I think it reopens us and we can kind of get back to the show that we wanted to do, the show that we started doing, the show that we got away from. It's not lost on me. Some of these last episodes were very difficult to listen to. Some of them weren't even really episodes. It was us trying to get an episode started and an inability to get there. So we would just talk through in vague terms what we were feeling at the time. But as, as far as listening goes and listening experience for you, I don't know what value it brought. Hearing Autumn upset and crying hearing me cynical and shut down or angry, angrier than I usually am, more cynical than I usually am, but not giving the details why, I don't know if that was such a great experience. So anyone who has stuck through those times know that I appreciate you. And I hate presenting it like this and then telling you, but I'm not going to tell you much this week. And part of that is I don't want it to just be one-sided. You have me, you don't have Autumn. I can try to be fair, but it's not completely fair, even if I present things in a manner that I feel as though is objective, which is also impossible because it is completely subjective, to not have her here and able to give her input. If you do want to prep for the episodes that are to come, though, I recommend going back and listening to the episode entitled Autumn and Greg. That's from August 12, 2019. 
biggest bullshit episode you could ever listen to. Uh, we had a request from a listener to talk about us and our history, our friendship, how it started, where it had gone, where we thought it would go in the future. And when I say bullshit, it wasn't done purposely to throw anyone off of a trail, except maybe ourselves. We were lying and bullshitting ourselves. Feelings at that point were growing, and we didn't know what the hell to do with them. So we had this episode that's filled with complete denial, and I think listening to that, I can't bring myself to listen to it. I would think, shut up. And this is what I would tell myself, just shut the hell up. But it does set things up. And then going from there, you know, any relationship. I've known Autumn almost 20 years at this point, And any relationship that you have for that long is going to have ups and downs. But the closer you get to a person, the more you open up to a person, the more vulnerable you are with a person, the more likely you have an intense falling out at some point. Because you've got to protect yourself. There's more on the line. You're more open to being wounded and hurt. And that's where we stand right now. And just like this podcast, the future of our friendship, our relationship, I don't know where it goes. It seems strange to even be thinking about throwing 20 years out the window for a year and a half of a different dynamic within that relationship. And it can just maybe be a part of the relationship that we had. Does it have to be a separate the past year and a half? Does it have to be a separate part of the relationship or can it exist as one body of work. There are parallels here that I'm not purposely trying to draw to the podcast, but I think they occur naturally. And the reason I would like to bring this into the podcast is because I do think the two flow similarly. And I don't dare call the podcast art straight up art, but if there's anything that resembles art, it's that we can present feelings as they are, real feelings that everyone should experience in relationships. Everyone's got points in time in their interpersonal relationships where things need to get real, but quite often people aren't comfortable with the feelings that come along when things get hard, when they get difficult. People live their whole lives sometimes just trying to keep other people happy, avoiding the feelings that come along with conflict. I think putting this on display in its raw form serves a purpose. Hopefully it could help even just one person listening say, you know what? This is real. This is what I would want in my relationship. It's better than having a highly curated relationship where things are always fine. You know, I don't want people to be angry at me, for example. But the truth is, if someone's angry at me, at least I feel as though it's real. This is a real relationship. You're putting it out there. You're telling me you think I'm a piece of shit. And while that doesn't make me feel good, that's so much better than you lying and saying, no, things are okay, and repressing those feelings and letting resentment grow. And that's just the avoidance side of it. Uh, there are some people who are a little more aggressive. They don't sit back. I feel as though they try to control another person. That way they can control what their experience is. They don't want to feel bad. They try to force the other person to behave a certain way to keep them from getting to a place where something could rock the boat and upset things. And that in itself is ridiculous. People can make any decisions they want. And the person who is on the other side of that, who is with the person, friendship, romantic relationship, the person who is with the person making this, the decision, you just have to go along with that. If it doesn't work for you, that's fair. But you can't tell a person not to make that decision. 
And I, th- I think there are decisions that another person can make that fall into several categories, decisions that are just straight up malicious. Some people do not give a shit about the other person they claim to care about, and they make decisions, their actions just say, fuck you. And at that point, I would hope the person involved would say, all right, I'm out of here. But seemingly, that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do. And then you've got decisions that on paper aren't wrong, but they still hurt the other person. And then the person justifies it by saying, well, this isn't wrong. This is okay. On paper, in a vacuum, that decision is okay. It's like the person, usually a dude, at the beginning of a relationship, they've been dating someone for several months. They're getting close to this other person. And then they go have sex with a few other people and they're found out. And then it really hurts the other person's feelings. And then the guy says, but we weren't together. Okay, yeah, sure. On paper, you weren't together. So you technically didn't do anything wrong. But you did know that by doing that, you would hurt this person. And it didn't stop you from doing it. So how much do you really care at that point? I mean, that's a fucking technicality I I cannot stand. Because it also puts the other person in a spot where they're, they're told they're wrong. Because really, getting angry at a person who didn't break any rules does mean that they're wrong, but they're not wrong for feeling hurt. So the other person who uses this, is it's, it's gross to me. And then you've got decisions that sometimes are made out of the interest of someone else's well-being. You sacrifice a bit. Some people sacrifice too much. Some people are constantly trying to please another person at the expense of the things that they need and the things that they want. And that's not going to be good in any right. But I think in relationships where you care about another person, sometimes you make decisions where you sacrifice something that you want because you know it will help the other person. It'll make them feel good. It means something to them. And then hopefully, because you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart, authentically, it makes you feel good because this is a person you love and care about. And you say, okay, I'm glad I could do that for you, even if it didn't give me exactly what I wanted in the short term. So good luck navigating all that shit. Nobody teaches you how to do it. You just got to kind of figure it out on your own and balance things. You do have to look out for yourself. People are allowed to make the decisions that they want to make. It's not your place to tell anyone how to live their life. It is your place to say, okay, I allow you to make that decision. I respect that decision, but I don't like that. It makes me feel bad, so I'm going to go away. But when do you say I'm going to go away? What's the limit? You have to know yourself. And this is kind of where we are right now, Autumn and me. I don't know the way this plays out. I promise you we will get into more details on what the hell the decisions that have been made are and why they're having this kind of effect. That's what's going to come in the final three episodes, which will be broken down into pretty much picking up soon after the Autumn and Greg episode and leading up until now. And then maybe we continue to do the podcast. I can't say. Trying to predict the future is asinine. Anyone who says, in five years, I'd like to be here. Okay, you can like to be there. But if you're answering it by saying, definitely, I will be there, you're a fool. I do know, though, as I've grown to like myself more. I used to really, really, really hate myself. Now I only kind of hate myself. And as I've become more accepting of myself, I do understand limitations that I have and things I can handle and things I can't. And decisions are still being made on my part. 
And again, that's all I'll say for now until autumn is here. And then we can talk together. You can hear both sides of things. And we present ourselves as real, complicated, flawed, piece of shit human beings. So that's what's to come. Thanks for listening to this short episode of One Topic. I don't know how to do the end of the show. But then again, Autumn doesn't quite know how to do the end of the show either. That was always something that was endearing. Hey, go to Hoff and Pepper. Use the code ONETOPIC15. Get 15% off. Delicious hot sauce. Do a Google search. I don't know the website.